Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? Uh, how about that? There you go. Totally Driven Radio. It's Thursday. We're back. Get our little vacation. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Totally Driven Thursday, everybody. Happy uh, draft day to the Sixers. And happy welcome back to everybody. And before I get into my quick introductions of my two very good, cl- close, very close personal friends, as well as my co-host, I just want to make this little light mini announcement that my co-host will hopefully be happy the new laptop is here. It's up. It's open. It's running, and we are live using it. So hopefully, if there's any issues or malfunctions, I won't get mad and smash it. So there you go. On that note, let's continue the show. <laughs> so, like I said, I got two good friends with me. They are both totally driven. They're both freaking amazing. And I got one down south, one out west. Let's go down south first, and let's welcome. He's now known as the king of the Boom Boom Room, as well as the master of Wawa Mac and Cheese Bowls. He is also pro wrestler extraordinaire, Mr. Jimmy Gennetti. What's going on there, buddy? Hello there, folks. Hello. And then we go out west, and we go, and and here's a guy who, after talking the other day, he uh, he admits that uh, things are cool with ice. But he was also saying how tired he is. But then he puts up as a status and announces he's got five books almost done (laughs) because he is truly one totally driven mofo. The man, the myth, the legend, and the freaking author, Mr. Nick Wilkinson. What's going on there, buddy? What's up, man? That was a shock. (laughs) Wait, what was that, Janet? It's not like he could go outside. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good point. Uh, I, I didn't think of it that way, as you're in Arizona with 120-degree weather. Yeah, and it's funny because my wife and daughter, they're at an all-day music festival thing today, and I don't know how the hell they're doing it. Oh, yeah, now the Warp Tour thing, that's today going on out there for them? Yeah. <laughs> 
have you talked to them lately? Like, uh, how how long have they been out there for? They send me texts. It's um it's from ten thirty a.m. till uh, ten thirty p.m. And uh, I set she doesn't know. Well, by now she knows. But I set an alarm on her phone every two hours to go off to tell them to refill their water bottles. And uh, oh, cool. that, that's really all you can do. You know, supposedly they have like. Uh, misting stations and places you can go to cool down and water slides and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not okay. like super worried about it. And it's five minutes from the house, so if they really oh, cool. need to, they can call home and I'll just go get them, you know? Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Tell them to make sure they check you out. There's a, there's a band on the Warp Tour that I really want to see. Um, I'm kind of pissed. Uh, I was Actually, it was funny because I almost uh, booked them for a show uh, when they were coming to Philly. Um but somebody else beat me to the punch. Uh, they're called the Barbed Wire Dolls. They are, uh, they're from L.A. And uh, actually, they're the first official band signed to Motorhead's label. Lemmy, they're the first band Lemmy signed. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They're, really, they're like a – I think there's it's like three girls, two guys, punk rock band. They're really, really cool. Um, so I know they're on the Warp Tour. So tell them to make sure they check them out. Yeah, definitely. I know that uh, she, my daughter got all excited because you sent a message and it was like a group chat with some singer. And I told her, I was like, yo, you should exit out of that because I don't think you meant to do that. <laughs> you know what? I, I, didn't, I didn't know it was a chat. I, I meant to answer it as a... Um, just a regular reply, right? A reply, yeah, just a comment on the picture. And then I noticed, like, oh, shit, I sent it as a chat. And Like, I don't know the dude personally. I just know him in passing uh, to say hello. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, it, it, <laughs> he was probably like, who the freak is this? Like, what, what's this dude talking about? But, yeah, it's, a, it's Eric, uh, Eric 13. He's in the band Combi Christ. Yeah, she's like, should I reply? Should I say hi? I was like, nah. I was like, I don't think this is on purpose. Just exit out of it, and if they come on the show, you can call in. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy because like that that dude like um, he played in a, in this punk band. Uh, they were yeah, they were kind of like a punk band for for quite a few years here in Philly. They were maybe even more based out of New York, um, New York and Philly, called the Sex Slaves, and. They were going for a while, and then all of a sudden, I you know, I think uh, I'd have to look it up, but I think they like were doing a show, and like somehow fire got involved, and the bass player got like burned up badly in a bad accident on stage. Um, oh wow! And it seemed like, yeah, and it seemed like from that point, like I guess the band just broke up because the dude was you know recovering for a while, and uh, he was doing a lot of like solo shows, a lot of acoustic solo shows for a while around the area. And then he hooked up with this band, Combi Christ, playing guitar. And, dude, he's been touring the freaking world. Like, I mean, like, recently he was, like, in Russia and stuff. Like, he's all over the freaking place. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, though. Like, I, I got to give the due credit. Like, you know, I, I say it all the time. Like, uh, I'm a big baby. I wouldn't be going to, like, Russia or places like that. No, thank you. It sounds cool, but no, thank you. <laughs> So, uh, so like I mentioned early on, uh, yeah, Sixers draft night was tonight. They made the number one pick already. They got their guy. Uh, I had to write down what his name is because you know I'm not a Sixers. I'm not a basketball fan. Markel Fultz, they got him. Uh, the town is going freaking nuts. 
And uh, our good friend Big Daddy is at party down in Philly. Um, and I asked if he can call in around 8.15 just to give us a quick update. It sounds like it's a huge party going on. And Big Daddy was on uh, Channel 10 News here in the Philadelphia area at 6 o'clock, uh, which was kind of funny. He was screaming into the camera and all. Um, so, yeah, it'll be cool to catch up with Big Daddy real quick just to get a little mini Sixers update. Um, 8.45, we've got Kristen Bird will be calling in. She's going to be calling in late tonight. She's got some things going on. As always, she's a busy day. And, um, you know, in, in between all that stuff, I figure we can catch up on some things that we've missed uh, in the last few weeks. And then uh, at 9 o'clock is when the, the real fun begins. We got a, we have our big show this Sunday night, um, our all-ages uh, concert event. It's going to be at The Nail in Ardmore, PA. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this because, uh, first off, I don't think I've been to, like, a true, true all-ages show in many, many years, being the fact that I am an old man. <laughs> but um, growing up here in the Philly area, and I, and I think, Eddie, you may even have gone to some of these, too, as well. A huge thing in the Philly area back in the 80s growing up uh, was a thing called All Ages Sunday at the Empire up in Northeast Philly. Now, did you go to some of those shoes? Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he did. See? I thought he did. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> It was a huge thing, like, every Sunday. I mean, it was, like, a true event. And it really helped build um, a rock community here in Philly that still today, like, you see people or run into people that you knew from back then um, from just going to these shows, you know. uh, I hate to even say it, 30 years ago. (laughs) Um, But it's pretty cool, and, I, and I'm really excited to be doing a show like that on Sunday, and, and that, that was a reason why I picked Sunday. Um, so I'm going to see what it's like, and try to do the same thing. Like, they used to do a 6 o'clock start time on a Sunday. They'd have a few bands, and um, it, it would always be a, a, just a, a great thing. So I figured I'd take it even a step further. Um, all the bands that are playing are under 21. So, I mean, this is a true all-ages event. Um and it's even more impressive because uh, it, it's just amazing the talent that's out there today uh, with these young musicians. And it just amazes me what, what they're doing. I mean, like uh, the first band we got coming up, uh, they're going to be the opening band of the show. And they're the, opening, uh, the first band that's calling in tonight at 9 o'clock. Uh, they're here from the Delco area called Peridium. Um, and they're coming out of a, a local uh, guitar music school quote-unquote studio here that's like five minutes from my house and um it's called the richard's guitar studio and this is a band that truly was just brought up through this uh guitar studio uh they've gotten together and they've started working on music and some originals and they've been doing uh, some covers and they've been doing shows like here and there throughout the area and it, from what i'm gathering and we'll find out the, the the real scoop uh, in a little while um it sounds like they've been playing shows that were kind of like you get to play like a couple songs and that's it. Because when I first came to, to Nate to talk to him about playing for the show, um, he said this, this would be the longest that they've done. So I know they've really been uh, working really hard, putting together not only originals, but some covers to fill up the set. So it's going to be a really cool experience for them. I mean, this is their first, it sounds like their first uh, real big type show, but yet the scary part is 
Uh, I don't know if they're aware of this yet, but uh, I'll make them aware now. And when I talk to them, it might be the smallest stage they've played on because they've played on bigger stages around the area. So they're, <laughs> they might get a little a rude awakening on Sunday and a real welcome to uh, rock and roll when you get onto that small stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, so, hey, real quick, real quick. Yes. Real quick. The, uh, the, uh, Talking about the Empire and the Sundays. Do you know how that came about? How all those. How it came about? No. Yeah. The there's a skating rink that was like right to the side of Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The roller skate. Yeah. Right. There's a roller skating rink on the one side, and uh, Kmart is on the other side. Right. And Sundays were a big thing with the skating rink this, we're going to, you know, because all the kids kept trying to get into the club. Oh. <laughs> you know, we're going to capitalize on it. So, Jenny, where'd you go? Did I lose you? Friggin' roller skating rink. Yeah. And then right from the roller skating rink, you'd go into the, you know, you'd go to Empire for the show. So you guys would, like, have a true whole day and night of it yeah yeah and uh, you know they used to promote the shit out of it at the uh, at the kmart um uh, you know the flyers in there because you know you yeah. have to get family kids that went in there uh and it's just right in that line <laughs> it's right there <laughs> and you know what the scary if i'm scary part is if i'm not mistaken remember there was a there was a beer store connected to it now i haven't yeah. driven past there in a long time because every time I go that way, I usually go up Cotman instead of the Boulevard. But I think the beer store is still there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's funny. All these years later, the beer store is still there, but the club, the club's been going for how many yeah. years? Yeah, I cried when I heard that they went out. But I was, you know, that was a shame because that was a good club. I, I still don't know why they went out. I, I don't know that reason either. Yeah, I don't know either. I never heard why. It was kind of like a DJ thing, and they used to do uh, either Thursday nights or Friday nights were all ages. But it was on Cotman and Large Street, which was like right next to the Toys R Us and Clover. And, oh, uh, okay. There. Yeah, so it, 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 that was the, but that was a DJ club. They never ran bands in that one. Huh. And then they had, uh, I, I forget what the hell it is, but it's been so many things since that, since it was that club over there on large. But yeah, the Empire, when I heard that, I cried when it went out. That was such a shame. Yeah, and the, and the last I heard and remember or heard, it was a furniture store now, the Empire. I don't know what it is now. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is now. But... You know what I, really sucks? Um, Sign Guy, Sign Guy Dudley, he put together a documentary all about that, calling it All Ages Sunday. Um, and, and he, you know, he did like a ton of work and a ton of interviews, and he did all this stuff, and it's just like sitting there. It's probably been like five years, like just rotting away because he's waiting on one last interview that he can't get uh, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella to agree to do. Like, that's the final key to that whole puzzle for that documentary to be done, and 
he can't get Tom Kiefer to say yes. And I'm just like, dude, tough, you know, tough shit. Like, get somebody else or just send it, put it out. Like, I don't know. I was there for one of the interviews he did, too. It was really good. I would love to see this finished product, but what are you going to do? I remember so, McGuire was there. Really? McGuire was at the Empire. Wow. I didn't even realize they were like, oh, we're going up front row. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I man. I'm going to clean up that night. Fuck that. So, uh,. While while we're talking to Janetti, I guess we sh- we should wish you a happy birthday too, man. We missed your birthday while you were while you were uh, gone. So happy belated yeah, birthday, man! Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Now I talked to you that day, and you were getting ready to go to Wawa. They said, "Did you enjoy the rest of your birthday?" You were you were going I to did. Wawa and coming home and watching Doctor Who. Yeah, that's right. I did. I did because I I honestly I had uh, I have not. Now is it me? Weekend. Or are, mm-hmm. Nick, does Janetti's call keep dropping, or is it me? That time it did seem to drop out for about two minutes. Oh really? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, huh. yeah, it did drop. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I I uh, I went to Wawa and I got my, but I haven't been watching Doctor Who because I've been part of the Boom Boom Room and and the uh, the other wrestling shows, so I haven't been able to watch Doctor Who. So I have like four episodes that I haven't seen. <laughs> You haven't done much TV watching, it sounds like, this year. You, you, you didn't no. watch Arrow, no Flash, no Legends, and now no really Doctor have. Who. Gotham, Lucifer, Legion. I still have all these friggin' things on the DVR. I haven't touched them. Ooh. Now, uh, so, that's, that's something, too. I'm going uh, like, to have to disappear for two or three days and, and sit down and watch them all. Uh, be, be, before I get into um, again things that we missed while we were gone, um, a couple passing. Um, I, I just got to ask Nick. Uh, Nick, j- can you just give me a quick sum up of your feelings on the season finale of Gotham? Oh, it was awesome. It was, <laughs> there's no words. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah the sad thing is, I know what happened. I know what happens through all of it. Now, by the time I sit down and watch it, I won't remember it. But you know, I, I at least heard about all the things that's been going on. So, well, the funny thing is to show you how good it was. Um, I, I had a message the next day um, from Batman. <laughs> from the Dark Knight of uh, PA Cosplay, our, our, our local Batman, saying, as soon as you guys come back, I need to call in and discuss uh, the season finale of Gotham with you. He's like, it was so good. TV. <laughs> now, Nick, have you watched, uh, did you watch the whole thing of class or did you give up on it? I gave up on it. I also gave up on Legion. I uh, it just it was it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I I have the one I did watch. The only one I I really did watch was uh, Ripper Street. Okay. Yeah. 
it was only six. Uh, they only did six episodes. So I watched that. And unfortunately, the, it was fine up until the last episode. And then it was like everybody died or left. I mean, everybody. There was only one guy, the original star of it, the, the, uh, and I forget his name now. Uh, but he was the only one left. Everybody else was either dead or, or had gone or something like that. Anyway, but uh, it was just it was a weird, friggin' weirdest finale I'd ever seen. Oh, wow. So, I'll just check it that's out done, man. this summer. Yeah. So, uh, this summer yeah, I, has I, a, lot of, a lot of shows on hiatus, so I have a little bit more time to check out stuff that I'm on the fence about. Yeah. So I'm 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 excited for Doctor Who. There's only two left, plus the uh, Christmas episode, and then Capaldi's gone. Yeah. So, and actually, on July 30th, I will be meeting him and uh, John Barrowman and Karen Gillum here at the Florida Comic Con. Oh wow. Which I will get that hashtag. That's right. I will get that hashtag Malcolm Merlin thing done. (laughs) Pay you back to pay Sia's boys back. (laughs) There's no payback for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, there is. So, uh, so let me uh, also. I I, I have to. We got sidetracked with the whole all just Sunday. We started spiraling. so some of the other bands that we got calling in tonight and are also playing on Sunday night, we have uh, from the Pottsgrove uh, PA area, uh, they're a punk band. They're called The Disapproved, um, which they got a cool story behind them, too, which I really want to uh, get into. It, it, it seems like they started like their own uh, rock and roll at the school program at their school, and that's where the band spiraled from. So that's pretty cool that they were able to do something like that. So we're going to find out more about them and The Disapproved. And... Um, and then we have two bands that are actually out on tour, and here's the weird thing: like uh, these two bands are both, like I said, like all these bands are under 20 years old. So, uh, and these two bands out on tour, they're like 18, 19, 20 years old. And I know, like when I was 18, 19 years old, my mother was no way in hell allowing me to go hop in a a, a van or. <laughs> You know what I mean? And just start driving around the country to play shows. Like it was not happening. And that just impresses the hell out of me that these kids these days are able to do this. So uh, oh, the band, too funny. <laughs> they actually the tour is actually called uh, Hearts on Fire. Um, the one band is out of Maryland. Uh, they'll be calling in about nine forty. Uh, actually, right before they're going on stage tonight, they're in North Carolina tonight. Um, the band's called Echo Heart, and we'll be talking to Marina, the lead singer. And then uh, the other band is called For the Fire, and they're from uh, the Indianapolis, Indiana area. And I actually, I somewhat taped an interview with them today. They, <laughs> their, their phone connection was so bad, and they were like in the the mountains of North Carolina, and it kept dropping. So I got like a few minutes to talk to them before I just like. Uh, lost them completely, and I just give them a little talk, quick talk up and plugs, and uh, uh, we're going to play a song. So we're going to play a song from everybody tonight as well. So it's going to be a cool night. A lot of, lot of cool, cool rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Nick, as a parent, like, 
if Becca like decides that she wants to become like this rock and roller uh, and actually start playing music and stuff and, and guitar, drums, whatever it may be. And she turns around at 18 years old. She's graduated high school. And I know you got big plans for her with college and all. And she turns around and she's like, ah, you know what? I'm going to go the rock and roll way. And I'm going out on tour with my friends for three weeks. Like, what would you say? Um, yeah, I mean, I would just have to be like her manager and bodyguard. So you would just go. You solve that problem. Uh, yeah, I would just solve the problem. Everything I do in my whole life, I do via computer anyway. So I'll just take it with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, now here's the next question: Would Kate come with you, or would you leave Kate at home? She, I, 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 she probably would. I don't see like she has. Kate has no real connections to anything other than her mom. Like, um, so she's not really locked down. As a matter of fact, like we have a hard and fast rule: once her mom dies, we're getting the fuck out of Arizona. Like. <laughs> Like, that was our deal. I'll, I'll go with her as long as she wants to be with her mom. You know what I mean? Like, this, right. she's old, so they, whatever, dude. But the moment that's over, no. <laughs> uh, dude, that could be one of the funniest things I ever heard. Like, it's a hard <laughs> and fast deal. Like, we're out. <laughs> we are. Yeah, because, I mean, both of us hate it. Oh, she doesn't like it there either? No, no. I, I mean, she likes the fact that her sister's here, but she doesn't really get along with her sister, so that doesn't really matter yet. Like, we're, like, truthfully, babe, what's going to happen is whatever college that my daughter gets into, I'm going to become a townie of that college. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, prob- that's probably what's going to happen, because that's going to be way easier than buying airline tickets back for Christmas or, you know what right. I mean? Right, right. Now, how about um, uh, um, uh, Fort Wilkinson? Like, what's the the plans with Fort Wilkinson? Are you still planning to to build that somewhere? Or I I have sort of a solid plan to get a, a loan. Um, one of my friends told me exactly sort of where I need to be credit wise, money wise, and I'm slowly getting there. Um, and uh, we also. <laughs> This is going to sound messed up, but I also made her mom get a really big life insurance policy. So I don't know if it's make... more messed up than the fact that you guys are getting out of Dodge as soon as she dies. or Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's a tad messed up. <laughs> well, she was cool with it. I, you know what I mean? So I was like, you should, you know, you should do that because that'll pay for the rest of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then it'll be like a a self-sustaining situation where, again, I'll have money to do the traveling that I want to do or whatever, you know, can continue to work from my computer. Will you be writing a book about this escapade? Actually, it's funny. I'm trying to get her – I got her a digital recorder, and I'm trying to get her to tell all these stories of when she was a kid in in Germantown and stuff like that because – She's pretty old. Like she, her father had two brothers that were in the Civil War. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, wow. Yeah. So her mom was older when she had her. Like, and she had some really cool stories about you know 
go into the movies and it costs a nickel or whatever. <laughs> and I'm trying to get her to put as many of them down um, on audio as possible. And then I'm probably going to compile them into, like, uh, a book of short stories about Germantown at the, you know, beginning of, you know, whenever it is, the 1940s or 1930s, whatever, you know. That's pretty wild, man. That would that's definitely be cool. cool. I mean, that's like true history. Yeah, and she lived, you know, back then, Germantown was like a, an Irish community. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, like, in those communities, you lived there, you went to the church there, the school you went to was affiliated with the church there. You know what I mean? Like, it was a very sort of all-in community. And, and from, you know, three or four blocks to three or four blocks, it was different parishes and stuff like that. And it had that sort of old school vibe I, I think people will like. There's funny stories and sad stories. Um, her mom died of breast cancer way, way back when breast cancer was like first, you know, the first treatment options were like hardcore radiation. And she has some uh-huh. stories about that that I'd like to get out of her because we don't remember that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think I think that'd be pretty cool. And that'd be think- a nice little way for her to, you know, live on. Right. How about did you think of maybe um uh now I'm exploiting your mother-in-law too. Uh, did you ever think of doing like I know cuz we always talk and, and and try to like you know you try to figure that quote unquote YouTube type thing. Did you ever think of like maybe the shooting the video uh, like a a question like, like like an interview like interviewing your mother-in-law about all these things and topics and just putting it up on YouTube and this way it would like literally be there forever for um I, Even like, I don't think she'd go for it. Really? Yeah, like, already with the audio stuff, but like, I know she's going to want me to change certain names and stuff like that because, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Be, it would be a good idea. It'd be awesome if she would, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, I always think of, um, what was that movie with, um, and I know we mentioned this before, with the... Uh, uh, Michael Keaton, the one where he plays, he's the, he's got the cancer and he's dying and he's recording all that stuff for his kid. Life, life, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, such an amazing movie. And uh, you know, like, have you guys? Uh, well, I, I mean, <laughs> unless Janetti works quick and starts, uh, you know, getting some kids. <laughs> out. Uh, but I mean, have you guys ever thought of doing stuff like that? Um, not video, but I, you know, I have a couple books out that tell sort of a little bit of my story and a little bit more. And, um, I have, I'm working on like an ongoing, um, I don't want to say it's like a memoir, but it's just like random thoughts and ideas and why I feel the way that I feel about certain topics that I thought would be cool. Like just, um, you know, meditations of Nick, you know what I mean? Meditations of Nick. Uh, hey, uh, are either of you guys near a TV? I, I forgot all about that. No. I am. What is it? Can you put uh, Fox on by chance? Because uh, there's that new show, uh, Beach Shazam, with Jamie Fox, and oh, uh, yeah. and Wee Wee, our our good old friend Wee Wee, and our boyfriend Steve are on tonight. Uh, they're contestants, and. From what I can tell in the um, in the previews, 
like they go, like they make it to the finals and play for a million dollars. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what happens. I, uh, you know, uh, Wee Wee sent me a message last week about it. It's the first time I talked to her in a while. You know that they were going to be on. Um, and then I, I've talked to Coco a couple of times this week, and I was talking to her today real quick, and she said uh, they were doing a viewing party at some club tonight for her. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm like, you know, I, I want to know what goes on, what what's hap- what happens, and I'm, I'm dying to know. Like, can you imagine, like, if they won a million dollars? I just I want to know, like, forget about the million dollars on the game show. I would just like to know the code that they craft to live that sort of almost famous lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be happy with that. Like, I wouldn't need the next level of fame. Like, how do I craft that shit? <laughs> well, she got ah. naked on TV is how she did it. I mean, she she went on that VH1 show, that Dating Naked show. and I mean, I'm willing to get naked on TV. That's not a problem. <laughs> Uh, but since she did that show, she would she uh, she told uh, or she talked about it on on their show before the old Coco Wee Wee show that she used to get a lot of like all types of crazy offers from different uh, reality shows to do. Oh wow! So just she was there, you know, and then she got seen and she got added to the list. Right, you you kind of from what it sounds like, like when I went and did that, uh, when we did that show last year, that unnamed show, um, <laughs> some of the, like what the, the vibe I got, like this, uh, the, the one there was that real crazy girl, um, that was on, uh, that taped an episode, um, the vibe I got from her was like she had did she had done other shows, uh, and the producer even said she did another show that the producer. Uh, was on. She said, like, book stuff for Dr. Phil, the producer told me. And she, as soon as they started booking for this show, she called her up. So it sounds like, you know, you, you kind of get, like, recycled through that system. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, that's usually it, when they say, hey, we we need some ratings. This bitch is crazy. Let's call her. <laughs> oh, Exactly. Exactly, and that's definitely, I'm sure, what they thought of, the producer thought of when they called that girl. Now, with Wee Wee, it's funny because, like, in in the preview, like, you remember Dating Naked, you would see Wee Wee was, like, the big name that came out of it, and you see, like, now with these previews, she just looks like the, the, the studious wife, or you know what I'm trying to say, like, the real goody-goody uh, girlfriend right. wife. You know what I mean? Like total she opposite. She doesn't look going. like the one that was naked on VH1. <laughs> exactly. Maybe because her clothes are on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Or, or maybe it's the fact oh. that you're going from VH1 to Fox, and it, it's a total different echelon. No, it's cool though because even if she doesn't win, like I've I've seen the show, she totally gets to meet Jamie Fox and hang out with him for half an hour. Yeah, and and I mean that's one of the biggest names in Hollywood right now. Uh, well, they just they're coming back from commercial right now. Okay. Uh, they have one more category to, to play before they play for the million dollars. They got one more, whatever the hell the thing is. They got one more round, I think. So here it is. And, and are they like? 
I guess does it go by points or? Yeah. Are they? Can you tell uh, if they're in the lead right now or? Christina and Steve. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, they're in the lead right now. Right now they're at forty. Right now they're at forty-two thousand. Okay. And the other, the other people are at four thousand. I don't think oh, they're going to. Holy crap! Can you hear any? Can you imagine? You know, it, it, I, I, I'm going to put like I, I'm not going to put a million dollars on it, but I'll put down two dollars. Um. That they win the million dollars because the more I think about it, she has been well, here very, it very this... low profile online. All right, the category is TV themes, and it's for ten thousand dollars or ten thousand points, whatever it is. Okay. So... Now her boyfriend Steve is a musician, so I'm I'm sure that helps huge. We need to sing her too. I'll be there for you. Uh, from uh, Friends. Uh oh. And these two, your Wee Wee and her husband didn't get it. Oh. Did you lose points? All right. So song two is for ten thousand. It's the theme is I don't want Dawson's Creek. And let's see who got it. From Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait. Christina and Steve got it in 3.01 seconds. Janet and Bobby get in 2.7. Oh. They didn't get the second one either. They, they missed it on time. Oof. Okay. Maybe you should uh, just turn the sound down and just... <laughs> yeah. Like since we've tuned in, they started losing. <laughs> All right, song three, ten thousand points. But I don't know what the songs are. If I'm turning this on. Oh, it's all uh, no, married with children. Theme. So, so what is it? Kind of like a name that tune type of game. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And then it's not just if you get it right; it's if you get it the fastest as well. Right, so they put up who went, who who got it right, and then if they tagged, it was or if they you know both got it right, they say who who got it the quickest. So now, who, now here's the question about that whole freaking uh, Shazam thing. Didn't that start from an app? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was an app that was like if you uh, heard a song on the radio and you didn't know what it was, you played it into your app and it would tell you what the song was. 
and they won song three. So, so whoever like designed that app, I mean, that's a there's a lot of money going on. I mean, do they give a million dollars away each week? Well, no, because people don't uh, win every week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's right, no way people are. You have to play for it, and that doesn't mean you're going to win it. No, no, no. I understand that, but but I mean, is that the prize like that is offered each week? Yeah. 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 Holy cow! Wow, that's scary. That's a lot of freaking money somebody's throwing out there. But it makes you wonder well, how much are they making back on the advertising. That's what I'm saying. Imagine what they're making back in advertising. And I even wonder if people want their songs to be played on there and are, you know, soliciting them. Hey, play my song. It was a cool Ooh. 80s song. Absolutely. That, you know, that's the way that you know, bands are making money these days is stuff like that. And then you figure, I mean, they had to put a lot of money out for Jamie Foxx, too, to want to do a, a, a game show. And they won song four, too. Ooh, so how many points they got now? I'm not sure. I think I think they're done. I think these guys are done. They're going to play for the million. Oh, so they're not, they're not going to play for the million? No, 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 no. The other the other team is done. They're gonna they're so yeah, your your folks are playing for the money. I wonder oh. what happens. Like you win a million dollars, okay, but what do you actually take home? Uh I'll say five hundred thousand. You think half? Without a doubt. Well basically is what whatever the taxes would be. Right, right. So then you so split you get, it between the two of them, and you're looking at like two fifty a piece. Right. This isn't yeah. bad, but it's not really a million. No. 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 True, but it's I mean, still awesome. But like, I I don't like her her boyfriend Steve. Like I said, he's a musician, and he I mean, he, they're in Nashville, so he's a musician in Nashville, and I I'm not sure exactly what he does as a musician to earn a living, but. And I'm not sure. I, I think Wee Wee got like a pretty half decent job. I, I haven't talked to her in a while. But I, if, if you remember, um, you know, when, when they were coming on the show a lot, when they were doing their own show here on the network, I mean, she was doing a lot of uh, uh, nude modeling for like art classes and stuff. Yeah, I remember there was like some events and stuff too. You know what I mean? Like they would just pay her to like, you know, show up, hang out. Yeah. Yeah, call her and, and get her back on the show. Now that she's done this, she can tell you the experience of uh, of doing this. Actually, that was my plan. I was going to try to get her to see if she can come on next week to talk about it. Yeah. So. Boom, boom. They're in commercial right now, so but they're getting ready to play for something. So uh, one, one uh, real quick, let me get this out there. Is talking about next week's show real quick. Um, tomorrow is uh, premieres, which uh, all three of us will, uh, I'm sure, be checking this out. Well, maybe not Janetti because he hasn't watched TV in 2017. But uh, <laughs> on Netflix is the new uh, the new Glow. Uh, I guess you can call it series show. 
um, yeah. where they did like a, a kind of like not not a documentary, but like they actually did like a, a TV show about it. Scripted drama. Th- thank you, thank you, Mr. TV executive. That's. <laughs> <laughs> So they did a scripted drama on uh, the old Glow Wrestling, and uh, I thought it would be a cool idea, which I, I kind of wish we were out in L.A. Um, to, to be there and to hang with them, because they're going to do like a live watching party or something, I think, uh, to watch some episodes, the Glow Girls out there in L.A. But um, I, I talked to Roxy the other day and, and said to her, I said, hey, uh, I, I think it would be cool if you came on next week. You know, the week after the show debuts, this way we all get a chance to watch it and, like Nick said, Ryan told him, digest it and be able to talk about it and see what uh, one of the glow girls that was there for that and see what her feelings are on the whole TV experience. So um, next week, Roxy Astor will be returning to Totally Gym Radio. It's been quite a while to catch up with Roxy. And then how crazy would it be if they had this huge viewing party and then hated it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like well, I want to say, I wouldn't be surprised. No, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I would maybe try to see it in advance or something because that's dangerous. I know. Oh, uh, this could be good, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw or not. Uh, also, sad news on the on the Roxy Astor front. Um, her little dog uh, Pixie, which uh, she always had with her, her little Pomeranian, uh, passed away the other day. Um, so our uh, condolences and thoughts, prayers, and all go out to uh, Roxy and her boyfriend Dan and and the family with uh, the passing of little Pixie. It's a shame. It was cute, such a cute That's little dog. Fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. It'll be, uh, right. be cool to catch up with her next week. And they are back for the commercial. They're going to start the $1 million purge. Oh, boy. Category, wait a minute. First five songs are $25,000. Hey, uh, let me ask you guys a question real quick, uh, a social media question. Do you guys have the same problem? Like when somebody posts onto your wall from on Facebook, do you not see it? Like I have the hardest time seeing it. Like I usually don't see stuff until somebody else will like it. You probably just have to change uh, some sort of notification setting. Some type of view setting or something. Yeah, because typically I just get like a little notification. So-and-so wrote on your wall. Yeah, I mean, I'll get that, and then I can never find the post until somebody else like comments or likes it. Oh wow! Yeah, like I just got a, a notification. A, a old friend of mine just posted on my wall. I can't find a thing, and and it drives Jess nuts because she'll always say, oh, "I posted it on your wall," and I'm like, well, "I didn't say it." The other day, my cousin oh, posted on my wall. I had to have Jess go and like the comment so I can see what my cousin said to me. <laughs> Now, can't you just go to the top and type in your name and go to your wall and then scroll down and look at them? It it, it does not show it. It's it it's I don't know I don't know. Let let's yeah. see. Uh, uh, Kristen's on the phone. Let's see if Kristen has the same problem. Welcome back. 
to the one and only. Hi, how are you? Kristen. Hey, how have you been? What's going on? I'm busy. How about you guys? Uh, you know, uh, busy, but not as having as much busy fun as you. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I've got a good story, you guys. Uh-oh. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, so last night, um, a, a girl that I know, I had worked on a documentary uh, with her. She's a young dancer, and she's on World of Dance this summer. Um, she's already eliminated. But I went to see her perform last night. And she and her mom are in town. And um, so, obviously, Kaylee was performing on stage. And her mom's like, one other person's coming to sit next to us. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. So they go move over for Abby. And I was like, okay. And so I moved over to Abby. Well, Abby turns out to be Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. Uh, well, is that yeah. the one that, that ended up leaving the show or whatever? She left the show, and, um, you know, she's had a lot of drama. She's had a tough year. She is going to federal prison next week. Um, yeah, next week. Uh, so uh, she's getting a year and a day, and um, – the interesting thing that I learned about that, had they sentenced her to a year, she would have been required to serve the full year. But if you get a year and a day, you usually are let out earlier. Does that make any sense? I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's how federal weird. prison works. Isn't that weird? But, yeah. So they're expecting her to serve about 10 months um, for bankruptcy fraud. Now, and what so is she's that? leaving next week. <laughs> well, Why do, here's wow. the story. Yeah, well, it's actually an interesting story, and, and uh, I'm just going to kind of give you, like, what the public highlights are, because I got uh, informed about some of the private stuff, but I, I probably I need to leave that <laughs> on the table, because we went out to dinner after. But basically, she was in bankruptcy court, and if you remember, kind of at the height of all of the, um, at the height of all of, like, the Dance Moms fame, like, these girls were being flown all over the world to appear at dance studios and do classes and do performances. So Abby and some of the moms and some of the kids, they went to Australia and Abby did not, she made a bunch of money. She was paid in cash um, and did not declare it uh, to the bankruptcy court. So uh, someone turned her in, I don't know who. And um, then that became a bankruptcy fraud case because it wasn't just like a hundred dollars. It wasn't like $10,000. It was like, over a hundred thousand that she brought into the country and didn't declare. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, she made look. Look at look at. She made really bad choices, and there's nothing you know you can you can't defend that, and she can't. And she knows that. Um, but I have a lot of empathy because obviously it's very scary. It's a scary situation. She knows she got herself into trouble, and she knows that she has to take responsibility for it. But you know. When you are someone that is from the suburbs of Pittsburgh and then, you know, you do something wrong and you go to federal prison, that is scary because it is unknown. It is not a part of how you grew up. Yeah. <laughs> now, how does it feel for you? I mean, you said she's she's going to prison in a week. So, like, you, I mean, you truly got to spend some of the last of her free hours with her. <laughs> Yes. I mean, we went out to, after the show, we went out to dinner. I was with her until like 1 a.m. this morning. I literally was like, I knew I had a long day on set. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, but I didn't want to leave the table. I was like, I'm going to stay. And I got up at 5, so I slept about like three and a half hours. But I was like, you don't leave the table when you're kind of like having this weird pop culture moment. You know? Sure. 
And I appreciate, and I'm just going to say one thing. I appreciate, like, she knows my job. She knows that I report on dance. That's um, exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah. So I appreciate that she understood that what happened at the table was going to pretty much stay at the table in terms of, like, anything that was discussed because I have to do that on my end, and she wanted to be open and free, and she should be able to do that, and I didn't want her to be uncomfortable. So. Sure. Amazing, right? That's super cool. <laughs> That, That's I mean, crazy. What was your like when she came and sat down next to you? Like, Kristen inside saying to Kristen, "What did you say?" Well, I had interviewed her before, so she goes, "You look familiar," and I was like, "I'm Kristen Burton. I work with Dance Network." So um, I put that out there right away, and okay. um, I've developed a good relationship with Kaylee and her mom, and I think that they knew like I was trustworthy. I wasn't going to be like selling it. <laughs> Telling the story by any means. Um, and we actually had a really nice night. And I think for her right now, um, having um, a normal night out is probably the best thing for her because I know that she's been upset at times. And I get that. Like, I would be upset if I were going to jail, too. So um, having a normal night, low-key night, is probably the best thing for her right now. And look, let's be honest. You know she's going to be in jail, and she can write a book, and she's going to come back, and Hollywood is going to give her this big comeback story. You know it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. not like it's uh, – I'm going to go here. It's not like it's a Bill Cosby story. Yes. And that was kind of a weird story today, wasn't it? That he's going to be doing, like, town hall forums on how to avoid sexual assault. And I was like, how about avoiding Bill Cosby? <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, like that's weird. And, and I said before, like where that whole court thing was going on was right at like five minutes down the road from my office, and mm-hmm. I, I was avoiding there at all costs. And every yeah. day, my wife was hollering at me, "You got to go down there! You got to go down there!" And I'm like, "No." And uh, throughout that week of uh, deliberations, um, I, I said to the owner of the the owner of the dealership that I'm at, I said, "Hey, uh, mm-hmm. he." Had property all around that courthouse i said uh what's it like down there he's like don't go down there he said it's like the mm. roads are closed off yeah you know you can't get through he's like it's an absolute nightmare i'm like that's oh. all I need. i'm not going <laughs> yeah and you know like what is it was a strange weird circus you know you have um he brought a celebrity every day to kind of like support him and you know, again, it's one of those things, like, when your friends go through bad times, and I do think about this, I thought about this last night, um, because Abby has been abandoned by a lot of her friends, and, and, you know, we've all gone through hard times, and we've had friends that just, like, disappear. I think we've probably all had that at least once. You know, even if it's just a death in the family, people can't handle it, and they just disappear, and you're like, I really needed you. Um, and, and sometimes those relationships don't recover, and I think Abby clearly did wrong, and people, a lot of people didn't like her teaching style. A lot of, you know, people are upset at her, but she is someone that, like, needs a friend, and it, it's hard. Like, at what level do you stand by the friend? Like, if the friend commits murder, you probably don't stand by that friend. Sexual assault, you probably don't stand by that friend, I guess, unless they're Cosby. Like, there's certain levels um, of, like, what, what would you stay for? What would you stick by your friend with? Yeah, and have you ever you thought know, of that? <laughs> it, it, it's 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 weird too because like he was like doing that, and it was actually brought up here in the local news. Like you were seeing the, the celebrity um, supporters come through from his past, but you didn't see mm-hmm. his wife until like the very end. 
And I got to tell you that, you know, it's not one person. It's 60 women at this point that have come forward with the allegations. And I don't know how, as a woman, you stand by that. Um, I, I've had friends that have gotten through infidelity because it was one person and they worked through it and they, they did their thing. You know what I mean? But when it's so many women and it's clear that he cheated on her multiple times, and that's been no secret for decades, but, but then the way he was cheating on her was also assault. Yeah. That to me is a level of like, wow. Like either she's like the most forgiving woman in the world that I don't even understand or She's just like, yeah, I've lived my life, and this is it. Let me, let me tell you, though, I, I wouldn't – the thing is, when somebody's ready and, and willing to commit that level of assault and, and so blatantly over the years, I would be really surprised if she already sort of doesn't totally know the kind of monster the dude is in real life. I, I would say that her home life we'll, – we'll hear about this 10, 15 years from now. Uh-huh. Well, that's so sad. You know what I mean? Like that to me. And then, you know, we go through this all the time. We've talked about this, like women often staying in abusive relationships and staying for um, a long time. And, and people are always like, wow, why didn't you just leave? And we all know it's, it's, it's not that simple. It's never that simple. Um, I think, but a lot of us would be like, well, your husband, your, your kids are out of the house now and, and why don't you leave? But we don't know how the money is tied up and things like that. Does she have a source of income outside of Bill Cosby? Like, we don't know what their finances look like. Well, and when somebody asserts a certain level of control over you for, you know, three or four decades, you you just stop thinking about escape and you're thinking about compliance. You know what I mean? Right, right. But that is definitely one, as a woman, it's very hard for me to understand. Um, but I, I do understand that, like, abuse is not that simple and it's not <laughs> – you just get up and leave. It doesn't work like that. So, How about the – did you guys see the moment, too? Like, and I, I – like, it rubbed me such a wrong way when I saw this, when he, when he did this. And uh, when he walked out of the courtroom doing the Fat Albert, hey, 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 I was like, how – ignorant like i just thought it was so insulting to like all these women uh that have been brought this uh this case up against him i was just like that's just oh man just from me there's such a wrong the wrong way yeah it's sort of like flipping and and they spun it you know the cosby side basically spun it like he was exonerated and i'm like no there's going to be a retrial you guys like the jury couldn't agree and i mean if you look there were on two counts, 10 people agreed, two people did not. And then on one count, only one person thought he was guilty. But, you know, it was clear that people thought that um, she was, it was not consent and that he did digitally penetrate her. Um, and that was what a majority of, of the jury was like, wait a minute, you know, not everything's kosher here in this moment. I think right. the only thing that everyone thought he was not guilty on was the fact that she was completely unaware that things were happening. Because she even talked about she basically was let, rendered, like, helpless. She kind of had an idea what was going on, but she wasn't able to stop it from happening. Uh, uh, babe, I'm sorry to interrupt. Real quick update. Yes. You just want to yes. Get the hell out of here. Swear to God. What's happening? Uh, Kristen, remember um, 
Remember Wee Wee from the Dating Naked show? She used to come on here a lot, uh, and then her and her yeah. sister did a show on our network. Her and her boyfriend yeah. are contestants on the, the new Beach Shazam show tonight. They just won a million dollars. Oh, my God. What a life changer. I yeah, got chills. Just, they just because beat, even uh, if you, they beat Shazam. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because even oh. if you, know, you only get half of that, $500,000 is a lot of money. Holy cow. Like, I want to cry for her. That's amazing. Uh, that's exciting. Oh, that's so awesome. That's good awesome. for them. Yay, good, good news. Them. Good happy news. We're talking about lousy stuff. Yeah, right? That totally, like, changed everything, huh? <laughs> cool. So, uh, totally. uh, yeah, and actually, I, I, I got to get going. So, uh, real quick, uh, where are you going to be? <laughs> Quick night. Where um, <laughs> what do you got coming up this uh, this coming week? Ah, uh, this coming week. You know, it's really been filled with. Uh, you think you can dance and dance and uh, world of dance, like complete, like crazy dance summer. So it's been really, really fun. Um, and uh, the Spider Man premiere is coming up on Tuesday as well. So lots of good stuff. Very, very nice. Cool. All right. Well, we hopefully we'll have you for a longer time next week because we got so much to catch up on. So much to catch up on. It's crazy. All right. Have a good one, you guys. Cool. You too, Kristen. All right, there she goes, Kristen Burt. You can find her if you're if you're not like in the world of uh, dance and uh, involved in that stuff like she is. Uh, you can find her all over social media, and she's covering the whole world of entertainment. It's Kristen Burt. K R K R I S T Y N B U R T T. It's K R I S T Y N B U R T T. I am blown away. They won a million dollars. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Cat- was the 80s. Um, the uh, song was Shout by Tears for Fears. Nice. And she got it before Suzanne. You know what? I, I <laughs> And if you didn't know by now, uh, she officially changed her number about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. People. That's where I feel bad. Like now you're gonna have people coming out of the woodwork. Oh yeah, like she's gonna. Oh yeah, she's gonna have a hundred best friends. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, All right, but, well, let's uh, do this. Wait, real quick. Nobody, nobody had ever uh, run all five songs. What they do is they do five for twenty-five thousand dollars. You then have the right to play the last one to beat Shazam for the million. Um, if you didn't, you could leave. And with what money she had, she would have wa- walked away with, uh, I think $98,000. Holy cow. But, but, so there you go. So you can talk to her and get her on for next week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Good for her. I'm so happy for them too. Congrats to Wee Wee and Steve. Wow, I'm I'm blown away. That's pretty crazy. Right, so, um, I, I know I really don't even know what to say. Good for them. That's all I can say is good for them. I'm blown away. All right, um, all right. Let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, while I'm in commercial, I'm gonna get the the bands uh, waiting patiently. I'm gonna get them all situated and lined up, and then we're gonna come back. I'm gonna be talking with Delco's own Paradian. Paradian. They're gonna correct me, and you know I have problems pronouncing. That's what happens when you drop out of high school, kids. So stay in school. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in three minutes. 
Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, we welcome back. Sorry about that. It's craziness on the phones. There's like 20 people on the phone all calling in to hear the the interview. So everybody's excited. All right, you guys there? I have you guys, Nick, Janetti. Yep. All right, cool. All right, so here we go. Running a little late, but we're getting it done. Here we go. Let's welcome to the show 
the band Pariah. Let me get first. We got Alexis is on here. We got hello. Oh, we got Sam. Yep. We got Dylan. Hey, that's a, that's a, we got Amy. Yep. And we have Nate, who uh, I guess Nate can be the ringleader. I don't, now, am I missing yeah. anybody? There's like yeah, you are. Uh, you're missing the, the drummer. His name is also Nate. He's he's sitting here. He's on the phone. Um, but uh, I, I guess he missed your missed you picking up. I'll tell you what. If you're uh, if if any of you are in the, the you're a Facebook or whatever and can message me his phone number, I'll get him on here too. Um, okay. All right, so guys, like uh, this is like a, a big thing coming up this uh, this Sunday for you guys, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, after we're uh, talking to Nate initially, um, he, he was like, uh, you know, we, we're going to talk and we're going to see if we can get this all worked down. He said, like, this is a a big job you guys are uh, really working for, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they've been working really hard, writing a lot of music. So they got most of their set is uh, original music, um, and then they they got a few covers in there, which they they kill it. They really do. Cool. Now, how long have have you guys all been together? Um, I've been in the band for about two years. Everyone else has kind of trickling in. Come in. So. so I guess this is kind of like more or less than your baby, right? Okay. This is a Nate, the drummer. Hey, Nate. I'm back on. This is something else. I could go in here. Yeah, but we've been, me and Alexis, I think, have been in the band probably the longest. Uh, I came in to the band uh, probably almost two years ago. Okay. And uh, Sam, the lead guitarist, he came in, what would you say, like, Year and, and a half. half. Yeah, yeah probably a year and a half. Dylan's probably coming up to a year, and Amy's like a few months. Couple months. months. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh wow. We've been, uh, we've been able to make some pretty good music together. Written a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of original music that sounds great. Nice. Now, do you guys all go to school together, or you guys all met through? No, we all go to separate schools. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, well, me and Dylan go to the same school, and we knew each other uh, previously from uh, from school, and uh, okay. we actually got him into the band through that because we were looking for a new guitar player, and so we were able to get him uh, into the band, and through the band, we've been able to, you know, get to be, you know, pretty good friends and, nice, you know, bond over the music and stuff. Now, a question that I'm going to ask you guys, and actually I'm asking all these bands tonight because these are all, uh, like I mentioned earlier, and show you, all you guys are, are you're young. I, I mean, you're all teenagers. Um, me growing up, I, I was like you guys 30 years ago. So I was the, this kid who was going around playing guitar, wanting to be this rock and roll star, and I had zero, and I mean zero, support from uh, my mother. And... She used to holler at me and, and just <laughs> throw that thing away, give it up, go get her a real <clears> life, <throat> a real job. And what I see from uh, not just you guys, but from all, all the bands tonight, and I see it a lot in this modern era because there's a lot of young bands out there that are really moving forward and 
getting a, 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 a degree of success. And that's because what I see is the parents are being supportive. And I see it on social media. You know, I, I see parents chiming in and I see they're so happy and proud of you guys. You're, you're playing shows and you're writing music and you're, you're doing a radio interview tonight and stuff like that. So how uh, can you guys touch on that one by one about how supportive your parents have been? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, my dad has been, you know, a musician for a while. And when we, uh, I moved here from Seattle uh, a little over than two years ago. And I was like, you know, a little confused. So when we found this uh, studio and being able to be part of this band, he was all for it, you know, no matter what, because it, it got me into this, you know, community of musicians. And that's kind of what, you know, made me feel more welcome. And like, I enjoyed my time you know, here around the Philadelphia area a lot more when I found this, you know, music right. area. And so they've always been very supportive of, of the band and, uh, you know, doing whatever it takes to, you know, support it. And, uh, you know, wherever gig or whatever's happening with it, they usually, you know, will, will give me a ride or pay for, you know, whatever event's happening. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just Sam. Definitely get a lot of support from family. They like seeing us play live, and they definitely support a lot. Um, when I came to Richard's Guitar Studio and joined Pride, and it definitely changed my life. I really, really enjoy it. Very cool. Okay, this is Dylan. Um, like, my dad is, uh, was a musician before, and uh, he really just supports me and my music a lot, and um, yeah, just, like, whenever like, we have gigs and we're all playing, then, you know, like, my family will try the best they can to just get to the gigs. It's really cool to get that support. You know, that's, Hi, that's Amy. Cool. Oh. Real quick, Amy, I was to say, see, now, that's a super okay. cool thing. It seems like a lot of... um. Uh, probably people around my age in the in the forty year old age uh, who were musicians or who are still musicians uh, have really passed down to their children, which is super cool. Um, so go ahead, Amy. I'm sorry. Oh well, uh, my family is like all musicians, so my parents are like very supportive of every instrument that I play. I sing, play piano, bass guitar, six string guitar. And my dad, I think, used to play the saxophone when he was younger. And my brother is actually a drummer in another local band around here. So they're very supportive of him, too. That's amazing. It really is. Uh, and Alexis, how about you? Yes. Um, well, my parents were both in bands also. That's how they met. And along I came. So I've always, like, grown up with music. So whether my mom's taking me from this band to marching band to dance to theater. So, yeah, they're, my parents are very supportive. And I've always wanted to be in music and performing arts. So, yeah. That's awesome. Now, how about you, Nate? I, I mean, you have a, the whole studio going. And uh, actually, I stopped by there the other night real quick. And I came up to tell my wife, I'm like, He's got like it's like a machine there because you got the, all the rooms going and there's kids all over the place and I'm like, this guy's got to be like, uh, like almost like secondary father figure to all these kids. <laughs> yeah, they they I probably I actually do spend more time with these kids than I do my own kids. Um, but uh, no, they I mean they're they're always around, which is great. 
Um, and the way that we have it set up here, you know, we walked into this building n- nine years ago and it was like already set up as far as like the format, you know, where we wanted all the walls and everything. So we didn't have to renovate at all. It was all set up. It was perfect. So, so we keep the lessons rolling and the band practices in the back. And it's just, like you said, like we, we have an amazing staff here. I mean, these guys are the best players that I know. They're the most educated uh, they have degrees, some some of them have master's degrees, they're active performers, and they're also wow. extremely professional and as like as like how they do their job. So I mean it's like, you know, every half hour lesson, every hour lesson, you know, we're on time, we're moving kids are moving in from the moving from the lesson to another lesson to a rehearsal, back to another lesson, whatever. So we, everybody on our team and our staff here, they do such a great job of, of just keeping this thing rolling every second of the day. Uh, to make sure all the kids are, are moving around to where they're supposed to be. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, if anybody you're in the Delco area or even the Philadelphia area, you're interested in uh, guitar, and you guys do more than just guitar there, right? Yeah, we do guitar, bass, drums, piano, voice, violin, music theory, and uh, rock bands. We actually have, aside from our rock band program, we have uh, entry-level uh, rock band classes for kids and for adults. So we have we actually have two adult band classes um, where, like, you know, beginning and intermediate uh, adults get to play together. So we, we do a little bit of everything. Um, and like I said, our our, our staff, um, the, their background is awesome. So we only hire people that are rock stars, really. That's awesome. I wish I – if I had time, I would live there. You know that, right? Like <laughs> – I have all these guitars sitting around. I got amps. I got all this stuff, and I never pick them up because I just don't have the time, and it kills me. And, and I would yeah. love to be down here with all you guys hanging out and just playing. It would be so much fun. Yeah, and, can... and this this band, I mean, you know, way to see them live on, on Sunday. Um, they just – every show is just so much better and so much better. And, um, you know, they've they've grown more in the last probably six months than they have in the last two years. So – uh, I mean, they're just they're just on fire, especially with their writing, you know, the, the music writing. So uh, it's pretty cool. amazing. Now, did I see that you guys are working on an actual EP to come out? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to let Nate, the drummer, speak to that. Here we go. Yeah, we've been working on um, a lot of uh, material that will well, be good for the, the EP. I think there's around about, like, I think there's about four songs. Uh, that will will go on to it. Um, one of them is a uh, Alexis' song that uh, she wrote, and is it, it's really good. And I think one of the four is one that actually Nate originally created the riff for, and we added on and created it and like made it in our own. And then um, usually what we'll do to write songs is uh, we'll have like meetings in the house and just kind of you know see where where we go with it. Any idea when that would be uh, coming out, or we're recording currently uh, with one of the, the the people at the studio, and we're um, we're on one of the stages where we need to record guitar and bass and and vocals, but it's it's all going very smoothly and uh, it's coming along real great. So awesome. not 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 sure when like an actual date would be, but hopefully soon soon enough. We'll hear our songs cool. on a. Uh, media anywhere. Very nice. 
Cool. Now, everybody will be able to come to Sunday. Uh, you guys will be going on first at uh, 6 p.m., and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, the, the one thing I was saying, I don't know if you guys heard uh, early on when I was uh, talking about you guys, uh, I've seen as I'm going through and I'm seeing on uh, pictures of social media and your uh, your press kit and everything, like you guys have played on like big stages like World Cafe Live. You played at a, a local high school and stuff like that. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in the nail, but it's a very small stage. So uh, you guys are going to get very intimate very quick on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So actually I have a, I have a song here uh, and I know you guys did this, uh, you taped it in one of your rehearsals. Uh, the tune is called Trumpet. Uh, you guys want to give me a quick uh, rundown on the, what the song's about? Well, uh, what the lyrics are about is pretty much, say, being about who you want to be. Um, thinking about, like, what you could do. Like, I know I want to be a professional musician, and that's pretty much just what the song's about, being who you want to be. It's We're, called nice. Trumpet. Um, uh, well, um, Nate Klasha, our drummer, um, plays trumpet at the end of the song, so we just kind of called it Trumpet, and um, yeah. this works. Yeah, we were kind of deep in thought when we created the song. Like, he kind of had the riff, and we just started singing what we, we had in mind. Uh, you know, nothing nothing too deep, but I I enjoyed the song, and I enjoyed playing trumpet at the end. It was real cool. Yeah, like, when we're writing our songs, and we're all, like, together, and we're just, like, we're just sort of jamming, like, feeding off each other. It's just really, uh, really cool to just get done and, like, finish a song and a cure and just... Like, really yeah. Oh, kind of bummer, but on this recording, because we didn't have any mic set up, I wasn't able to play trumpet, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of takes the point away from the song, but, uh, hopefully when we release the official version on, uh, you know, on, on the media and, uh, stuff like that, uh, you'll be able to hear it. Yeah, trumpet sounds awesome. Very cool. All right, so let's uh, let's put the plugs out there. Where can everybody find you guys on uh, on social media and things like that? This way they can like you, love you, follow you, and uh, then they can come out and see us Sunday. So let's get them plugs out there, everybody. Uh, yeah, they can go to uh, Facebook. Uh, their page is just Pariden, P-A-R-I-A-D-I-N. Um, and they, their press kit is on uh, richardsrockacademy.com. Uh, you, you see all the, the list of bands there, Pridens, uh, at the top. Um, and then, uh, you got Instagram, uh, Pridens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we, we have a Twitter and also a Snapchat. And a SoundCloud. And it's very cool. Very, very cool. Yes. Cool. Well, I'm going to thank you guys uh, for calling in tonight. I want to thank you for being part of our first uh, All Ages show on Sunday. I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to meeting all you. And, uh, yeah, so here you go. Here, here's your big uh, radio debut. Here's a song from Pariah, and it's called Trumpet. Thanks again, guys, and I'll see you all on Sunday. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You did a great job. That was really good.
wake up. Hello? I don't know if you can hear me or not, babe, but all I'm getting is dead air. There we go. Thank you. I, I was just telling a story of uh, Big Daddy was on the phone from the Sixers uh, on hold. So, not that it matters now. All right, let's. <laughs> it's a crazy night. Let me try to weed through again. I'm trying to weed through phone calls here. Uh, let's see. Let's see who this is. All right, who's this? Area code 302. Hello. Hello. Hey, who's this? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Who are you? Oh, um, I'm actually um, Sam Keister, who was just on. I'm his brother's girlfriend. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to put you back on hold so you can listen. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> now, who's this? Uh, can you hear me? Hello? Maybe. Maybe. Is yes, it yes, it's you. Who's this? Hey! You found us. I found you. Is this Caitlin? Yeah. There yes, we go. Is. Okay. Finally. We, my I my think, phone line uh, here has been insane. Okay. So, we got you. Here's Caitlin, and we got... Uh, the, the band called the Jake Dakota should be here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, oh, very cool. So you all did it on one phone. Thank you. You, you, you yeah. saved my blood pressure a little bit. So <laughs> let's welcome <laughs> to the show the Disapproved, who uh, I'm uh, another band. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing these guys. And uh, I, I mentioned early uh, on uh, when I was talking about you guys. Um, something you guys did now, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys like founded like your own rock and roll, roll after school program. Is that what you guys did? No, no, no. Uh, we, uh, we went to a place called rock and roll after school. That's kind of how we all met sort of. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I was, we didn't I saw, find, we didn't find it, but we I was, that's I saw like, videos of it. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so it's this, um, place that, uh, it's in Collegeville and it's, kind of where we all go for lessons and stuff and they have a thing called um, a band program that they do every season and so I just started going this year Jake and Dakota have been going for like ever Um, and we did this one band program in the fall I believe yeah yeah and that's where we all kind of met so me Jake and Dakota ran it with our our best friend Austin and another guy named Evan and we started this, so we basically go for like a um, month or two and we write our own original song and then we do a cover or we can do another original and then we have a day where we all perform it. Oh, nice. So it's kind of like helping us learn how to make our own band and stuff like that. And so we all met up there and then that's kind of how we decided. Jake came up to me and he was like, you guys want to start a band? And I was like, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's see, that's so cool. Now it seems, it seems like like the band previously, like I mean, they got the 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 Richards Rock School going over there. You guys got a thing going on. Uh, you know, you I, I gotta say, you guys don't realize, I don't think, or or know how lucky 
to have something like that is because back when I was your age, like uh, this is the old man talking now, like I dream, dream, dreamt to have something like that. And it was nowhere near like we would get sent to like guitar lessons and they'd be like, no, no, you're, you're not learning how to play Motley Crue. You're going to learn how to play this. And <laughs> it was just like, and now it's like, Oh, you want to learn Motley Crue? Oh, absolutely. It's like the first thing like on the, the schedule of things to learn. So it's just like, Totally weird to yeah. me how the whole thing changed around. But now you guys are all still in high school too, correct? Uh, Jake just got out of high school. <laughs> yeah, I just graduated. Nice, congrats, Jake. So Thank that ma- that makes me like, and this is where I was going to go with this. Like, did you guys all go to school together? I go to a place called Pottsgrove. Jake goes to PJP, and Dakota is homeschooled. So we're all in different places. Yeah, okay. quite different. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, like, uh, well, I guess it would still uh, kind of, well, not for Dakota since you're homeschooled, but like, um, <laughs> as you guys are getting older and getting out of school, um, and, and you know, college is on the horizon, possibly. Like, do you guys get scared? Like, oh, what's like, what's going to happen to the band now? Like, wh- how are we going to do this? Oh, actually, yeah, we were just talking about it. Sort of. Yeah, um, we were. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we've been thinking of maybe just going on a hold from shows and starting to work on, like, writing and maybe someday recording is what mm-hmm. me and Jake were talking about. But uh, it's yeah. always, like, yeah. we, uh, like, I, this week, I've been busy doing, like, shows because I'm a dancer. So we work really hard to actually uh, find ways to do practice, and it's crazy. We're always, like, on the run. But um, Jake's thinking about coming down on the weekends and stuff like that. So we're trying to find ways to make it work. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, Kaylin, you're, like, all over the place with, uh, <laughs> I, I, like with dance and, you know, music, and you're, you're an artist. And, like, I thought I was busy. But, yeah, you're, like, wrapped up in, like <laughs> – every direction of the arts. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, before I even got into music, I wanted to be an animator and I actually just started singing this year is I just found rock and roll after school this year. And wow. I was like, cause I always wanted to be in a band when I was younger and I always like listened to like Weezer or something. And I'd like, ah, pretend I was in the band or something. I'd run around the basement and like, I, went to like because I got a guitar for my birthday and I went to like get guitar lessons I totally suck at guitar but uh they were like hey there's this band program and I'm like I'm totally doing this band program I want to be in a band and she's like you have lessons I was like I'm totally doing this band and we were we got really lucky when we did our band program I think we did awesome yeah and we did so, yeah, we did awesome and <laughs> we did great I walked into the first practice and they were like wow you're really good and I was like they're just saying that because they have to say that. But like, <laughs> then more people started saying that. And I was like, oh, maybe I could do this. So I just started singing and doing performing and stuff like that this year. So it's been a crazy year. And uh, Dakota, I saw like, now you're playing bass, correct? Yeah, yeah. But you started as a drummer. Yeah, I started as a drummer and I did drums for about a year and a half. And then I picked up um, an electric guitar, and I did that for a while. And then I decided bass was more my style. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's yeah. cool. Now, that's rare. Usually, you don't find many people that actually want to play bass. 
<laughs> I I I love it. I I would pick over um electric guitar, honestly. I love it. That's awesome. I love now, it so Jake, much. Uh Jake, I wanna know if my invite is the mail because I saw uh you were getting married to Selena Gomez. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Well, come on, you—you you, you guys had it in the bio there. You think it wasn't going to get brought up? <laughs> well, it's, I forgot that was put in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all right, so uh, show this Sunday. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. I can't wait to see you guys. So um, yeah. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys. I mean, you guys have been playing around a lot and and stuff like that. And um, w- w- have you guys played it? Was in New York too? Were you, were you the ones that played in New York? I'm trying to remember. I uh, our last show was at Chaplin's. We haven't played in New York. It would be okay. awesome. Okay. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, so now, when you guys usually play, how about? Um, or is it like the, the previous band where you guys get, just get to play like a, a couple songs at a show or just the first time doing like a, you know, like a 35, 40 minute set or. Um, this is our first time doing like a 45 minute. We, our last show is 30. Um, so we keep getting more and more as it goes, which is really cool. Nice. Uh, I think the show we did before that was like 20, 25. Yeah, it that. was, it was like 25 minutes. Yeah. Very, very cool. Now, you guys have the song, uh, How It Goes, that you sent me that you want me to play. Now, what's this one about? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so How It Goes, like, all our songs are, we are still, like, we're pretty new, so we're still at, like, different, we're, all our songs are kind of different, but um, mm-hmm. How It Goes, um, kind of, like, Facilitate, which is our first song we wrote, is, like, kind of just, like, how rough life can be. Um how it goes is kind of like thinking about how it's it's rough all over and some people have it harder than you and it's just life is hard. So uh, kind of I kind of like writing stuff about that so that people can relate to and stuff. Nice. But yeah. And now is this going to be? Uh, do you guys have any uh, actual just available for uh, for download for anybody or? Not yet. We are hoping to record soon, but we haven't really talked about that yet. We're still so new. But uh, this was a a live thing that was from one of our videos we sent in. Oh, cool. Okay, okay, very cool. Yeah. Now let's uh, let me get the plugs out there for you guys too. Um, where can everybody find you guys on? Uh, you guys are all over social media, so let's uh, get all the <laughs> plugs out there so everybody can like you, love you, and follow you, and find out about the disapproved. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have a website, uh, thedisapproved.com. We have a Facebook, which is the, at the disapproved, and a Twitter, which is at the disapproved, and an Instagram, which is at the disapproved. Basically, it's pretty easy. Simple enough at for me. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to do it. Keep it all and make sure everything's one. Little tip for mm-hmm. some bands out there, because some bands I'll do like each one different, and it's hard for people to find. So. Very good to keep them all the we same. We do kind of sort of have a YouTube. It's like my personal YouTube, but I do post the videos on there. Just like Caitlin Marie, if you can find it. But yeah, no, it's somewhere around there. We usually just post them on Facebook. 
Utilize the YouTube. I tell this to everybody. Utilize, utilize, utilize the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So important. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys on Sunday. Um, yeah. Here we go. Here, here's your moment. Here's the song, How It Goes from the Disapproved. Guys, thanks for calling in and thanks for being a part of the show on Sunday. And I, I'll be seeing you guys on Sunday. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you.
And hear that? Hear that crowd? You've been hearing a lot of that on Sunday. It's a cool their song, How It Goes, uh, recorded live. And uh, it's time for our next guest. And actually, this is the person that really is the reason of this whole show. This is how the whole show came about. Uh, got a message from this person about uh, having them come into Philly on their tour to play. And uh, next thing you know, we're putting this whole show together. So uh, let's welcome to Totally Driven Radio, uh, Marina from the band Echo Heart. What's going on, Marina? Hey, what's up? Well, I, I guess you guys are because you guys are out there on the road uh, touring around. Yeah, right now I'm in um, Gardner, North Carolina. <laughs> Now you guys are like really um like <laughs> doing it, shall we say? Like you guys are just uh, out there. You're on the road, and this isn't your first time on the road. Like you guys are becoming like road veterans already at this young age. Actually, this is um we've played a few out of state shows. We played shows in like New Jersey and Pennsylvania and stuff. But this is our first like extended tour, which is really really exciting for us. Oh, cool. So now I'm going to ask you, because uh, I asked other bands, and, and now that you guys are actually on a tour, um, and you're under 20 years old, like, your parents must be super supportive of you guys doing this, to to just say, oh, yeah, yeah, go, go drive around the country and play music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, well, our uh, guitarists and our bassists are both 20 years old, so... They're a little bit out of high school, and uh, our drummer is actually the youngest. He turned 18 in May, and he just graduated high school like a couple of weeks ago. So but all our parents are, are really cool about it. I think, like, in the beginning, some of them were kind of like, you know, this seems a little weird. Like, why are you doing this? But we've been a band together for, like, a year and a half. Like, they can kind of see that we love doing it and that we've reached, like, some level of indie success, and they're happy for us. and. Or just like, you know, we don't have anything else going on. It's summer. We just wanted to see how it goes. And they're just kind of like, all right, do your thing. You know, we're adults now, and we kind of got to try out our new grown-up shoes and stuff, you know? <laughs> now, it's it's funny because um, I was going through, now you guys, and you especially, you're really into, and I'm going to tell you this off the bat, I'm very proud of you because you're really into the YouTube move, um, the whole thing of YouTube where you're doing not just like, uh, videos of you guys doing some acoustic stuff or, or live video or, you know, audio clips or whatever. Um, you'll actually like sit and talk to people and, and do like questions and answers and stuff. And I was watching one earlier and it was tips for bands. And I had a laugh because I, I, I think it was like uh, number four was one of the tips uh, was that you have to talk to people and you were like, I don't like to be, I don't actually like to talk to people. I'm Socially, all uh, have social anxiety. You said, and I was like, you do not have none of that because you're so, uh, like, you're so talkative on all these things. So I, I think uh, you're the exact opposite of having social anxiety. Uh, I think social anxiety comes for people in a lot of different ways. For me, like, it's not very hard for me to be like outgoing and friendly to some people, but I definitely get um, put off by certain like attitudes especially just being a part of the rock community and just like playing a bunch of bar shows you know sometimes you get like unwanted advances sometimes people say like weird things to you and you just get kind of uncomfortable especially as like a young like smaller kind of girl uh you get a little like nervous about you know being super out front and being like hey come listen to my band play you know even though i'm 19 and i don't matter and i'm not famous and you guys are probably just drunk and whatever but you still kind of have to do it and 
push past your limits a little bit. So that's sort of what I was saying with that. So, I mean, saying that, like, I mean, that's uh, – you're really experiencing the other side, shall we say. Like, the, there is the ugly side of it where you're having to deal with um, just nasty people, shall we say. Yeah, it happens. I mean, you know, I feel like it happens with a lot of career paths. You know, you try and, like, move up in the world, and you'll definitely get some backlash, you know, especially if you're, like, a woman or – whatever and you're just like you're overly ambitious the way I am you definitely like you got to push through the noise and you just got to try absolutely now we actually started talking I mean it was like probably three or four months ago um yeah now you guys been I mean how long has it been like that you've really been putting this tour in the works I mean people don't I don't think realize it's it's a lot of work and a lot of months of prep to to put together uh you know three four weeks of touring Oh, yeah, it was uh, the hardest thing I think I've ever done. I think uh, after this is over, I really need a very long nap. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, I started actually, uh, this show has been one of the first ones that I was able to book and one of the easiest ones I've been able to keep up with, just like as a promoter. You guys are just, like, great, and you guys have kept up with us very well. But um, generally... It was really, really hard. I started it about three or four months ago. Addison from For the Fire and I were both like, hey, man, like, love your music. We should seriously tour together because we're both just kind of like really trying to break into the scene and tour. They've done it a couple of times, and uh, we played with them when they came to Baltimore in the spring, and we were just okay. like wowed. We were like, yeah, you guys are doing it, and we want to do what you guys are doing. And I was very inspired by what they were doing, so we were just like, we got to put this together. Yeah, I was wondering how you guys uh, had gotten together because uh, I think it's a great little uh, tour package you guys put together. Yeah, um, we like – I think – I don't remember how exactly we got started talking. I think it was probably over Facebook, and, like, I think we just found out that, like, a bunch of our fans kind of overlapped, and a lot of people uh, – a lot of the same people liked our music, and we were just like – you know, we got along very well, and we were just like, you know, we could do this. Like, I feel like our music goes together, and – you know, we would have a great time. Now, uh, being with the, the fact that I mean, you're the female front front woman of uh, of Echo Heart, Addison, who uh, I got talked to this afternoon, the the front woman of uh, For the Fire, and you're seeing it more and more um, in the public eye. Being that you're out there on tour, the, the both of you bands, are you seeing it more too, like in other bands that you're playing with, where? It's female-fronted bands, which when I put the show together, I tried to gear it that way, where it was kind of like all female-fronted bands as well. Yeah, that's happened to us a lot in booking this tour. Like, I've heard a lot of different uh, things about that. Like, I hear some female-fronted bands going, like, why does it have to be all female-fronted? Like, why can't we just play regular shows? And some people are totally into it, and they're just like, yeah, like, this is great, you know, girl power. And I think um, just from a business standpoint, like, clearly – um, you know, kind of like female front acts and like shows kind of just sell very well. And it's just like kind of a new uh, energy in the room. You know, guys right. can get kind of like brutal and aggressive, but girls have like a sort of finesse on stage that I just feel like we're promoting. It's been fun for us to be a part of too, because it's inspirational for me as a front woman to get to watch so many other, you know, girls in rock just do their thing. And uh, I'm just learning from them and having a great time. That's awesome. Very, very cool. Now, the song you uh, you gave us to play, uh, or actually, I, I downloaded it, uh, Take a Lesson. 
Yeah, I was um, meaning to send you that over email, but like I said, we've just been on the road, and I haven't had a computer on me. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, this is uh, the single off of uh, an EP? No, um, actually, we put an EP together about a year ago, May of 2016, and um, that was like a little bit um, amateur, I guess I would say. Like, it was uh, not really produced or anything. It was like our first one. We were just kind of trying out and seeing what we sounded like and stuff, and now we're writing new things, and we're getting on the road, and we're really, like, building a name for ourselves, and we're all out of high school and, like, ready to do this and take it very seriously, so we took this song to, like, the most professional studio um, in our area, and we took it to uh, a producer named Ben Crean, and he was really, really great, and he helped us take this song to the next level in a way, like, we've never worked with a producer before, so we're pre- uh, planning on putting out another EP, either sometimes, like, late this year or maybe early next year, depending on how fast we can write and how fast we can plan and do all this stuff. But um, we were kind of like, you know, hoping, you know, we could show everybody who's listening to us this new sound we're kind of gearing towards, something a little less, you know, garagey and something a little more produced and, you know, kind of more fun, I guess. Oh, cool. Very cool. Well, it, it's a it's a killer tune. I don't want to play it in a couple Thank seconds you. for everybody. Um, so now, yeah, you guys be rolling in the town on Sunday. Is this your first time coming to Philly or – we, uh, I forget where we were in Pennsylvania last time, but this is definitely our first time coming to the Philly area and playing, so we're very excited. This is one of the shows we've been talking about all tour. We're just like, man, I like can't wait for the Ardmore show. It's going to be so great. <laughs> very cool. Cool. Now, uh, let's let's get uh, all those plugs out there that you are uh, all over the place with, with uh, on social media. So let's, uh, let's show everybody where they can uh, like, love, and follow Echo Heart. Yeah, awesome. Um, we have a website. It's called echoheartmusic.com. It has, like, basically everything you could ever want all in one place, like all the pictures and tour dates and songs and stuff. But other than that, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all that kind of jazz, uh, it's all at Echo Heart Band. So, and even YouTube. It's youtube.com slash echoheartband. So you can find us there. Very cool. Keep it nice and simple for everybody. Yep, easy to find, huh? <laughs> cool. Well, I'll probably be uh, talking to you leading up to Sunday, and uh, I'll be seeing you on Sunday. And so will uh, Ardmore, Pennsylvania, and the Nail, and the other bands, and everybody in attendance. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys come here and rock. And uh, let's play some music for everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything. And uh, here you go Echo Heart, take a lesson. Take care, Marina, and uh, have fun tonight in North Carolina. Thank you. Tell me how did we get here Thought for sure I would disappear But somehow we're still moving on We're pushing like there's nothing wrong Run through the flames like we'll never burn Take us to leave like it won't even
back. Tell you radio. There you go. Echo Heart would take a lesson. That's good stuff there. I can't wait to see them as well as all the bands on Sunday. Remember the Rusty Nail, the good old Rusty Nail in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Place my old band used to play uh, a few years back. Um, great little rock and roll club. Uh, it's uh, it's tiny, but it rocks. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see what we got here. We got uh, the last band for the fire who's out there on tour with Echo Heart. Um, I actually, uh, if, if you missed the talk up earlier in the show, I tried uh, interviewing them today because they would be on stage tonight. They weren't sure exactly what time they'd be going on, so they wanted to tape this afternoon. Uh, but they were driving to the club, and they were going through the mountains of North Carolina, so it was a really kind of shoddy connection. Um, so we, uh, we uh, talked for a little bit, and um, you know what? As I'm looking at my system... <laughs> the interview's not in there. Hang on, let me let me get it in there for you. I have their song in there, but not the interview. Bum, 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 bum. There you go, live radio for you. Yeah, one second here, so I can upload it into the system. Um, All right. So yeah, so it's been really cool talking with everybody tonight. It, it's a uh, it's pretty wild. It's still amazing to me. And I, something I mentioned, uh, and I keep bringing it up and I apologize if, uh, it's getting annoying, but, um, something that's just so huge, uh, nowadays. And I've learned this from really talking with a lot of the, uh, bigger name bands, um, not even just around the country, but around the world that I get to talk to, uh, that are enjoying some success. Um, th- they just have a major support from uh, from parents and family, which is something that uh, <laughs> growing up for me, I, I just didn't have when I was trying to pursue a career of music. So I love to see, uh, especially these young kids today, getting that uh, parental support from uh, from the parents and really uh, pushing forward with uh, with the music for these kids. It's a, it's a really awesome thing that all the parents are doing. So you should all, uh, you know, I, I give you. A stand innovation. So there you go. So, uh, and also too, as you hear, uh, it's been very, very quiet on the other end where you're not hearing Nick or Janetti. Uh, they have kind of bailed for the night due to the fact that uh, we had all these bands on and uh, Nick's phone died. <laughs> so once Nick's phone died and uh, Janetti bailed as well after, uh, I think he's still in shock that we, we won a million dollars as I am as well. So anyway, here you go. Here's the interview for the fire. Um, interview with them and their their song called Mistake as well, which is the single off their first EP. So here you go, Ford of the Fire. Hello? And here they are. Addison Hi. and Justin, right? Yep, hello, what's up? How are you doing? So you enjoying tour life out there? You what? Are you enjoying tour life? Yeah, yep, we are driving to our show tonight in North Carolina right now. We've been on the road for how long now? Uh, <laughs> on the road since like about six this morning. So I don't know. Oh wow! So like nine hours? Something like that. Yeah, no, this is uh, this, uh, I was going to say that? this isn't new for you guys. This you, I mean, you guys have done uh, the tour thing before. So, I mean, you guys are doing a lot for a young band. Yeah, yeah. This is our third tour. 
I, I got to ask, like, I mean, because you guys are, what, all under 20 years old, correct? Yeah, we, um, Justin, Jesse, and I are 19, and Tyler is 20. Wow. Okay, so, like, uh, what do your parents think? Like, are they, like, to- they got to be totally supportive of this whole thing. Um, I'd say most of our parents are pretty supportive. I, yeah. yeah, I think y'all, most of them. I think Tyler, Tyler's had a few issues with his parents before, but it hasn't been, like, too serious as if he's not allowed to be in the band at all. And then right. the rest of us, we all, it's all pretty good. So are are, are they, like, uh, calling and checking on you guys constantly when you're doing these tours? You know, surprisingly not too much. <laughs> At least not for me, at least. I don't know about the other guys. Justin, do your parents call and text you a lot? Uh, while I'm on tour, no, not really. Um, I mean, that, they'll ask me every once in a while, like, how I'm doing and stuff. They, uh, they, don't really, they don't really ask a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. I think they're just is, used is, to it, Is it better off that they aren't asking a lot of questions? <laughs> for me, yeah. It's just more questions <laughs> to answer and things like that. Now, used to uh, um, you, you and Justin, you guys are the, like the the ones that really put this whole thing together for the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin and I, we were the ones who met up originally. I, I knew Tyler beforehand, and then, uh, but Justin and I were kind of like the founders of for the fire. Oh, hey, Tyler is here. Every say hi. Tyler's here as well. <laughs> Hello, Tyler. But, but yeah, Justin and I kind of met up and started writing music, and then we brought in Jesse and then Tyler. Nice. Now, how did you guys meet? Did you guys know each other from other bands, or? Um, I was actually in a band with Tyler. We were in oh, a okay. Band. Yeah, and so we were playing locally, and I was working on some solo stuff as well. And I met Justin through that. Justin found some of my solo stuff, and we met up at one of the other band's shows. And he was kind of like, let's start our own thing. So Justin and I started doing our own thing, and then we met Jesse. And then we needed a lead guitarist really badly, so we brought Tyler in. Nice. Yeah. Now, how about, like, like, like I said, like, um, I mean, you guys are doing a, a bunch of touring. This is your third tour. And you guys have only been together. It's not even two years yet. So, I mean, you guys are really doing a lot. So uh, when you guys, like, did this, like, and you put this all together and you really decided to um, start playing shows, I mean, did you guys just say, you know what, like, screw it, let's just dedicate and just do this. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it. We're going to do tours. We're going to do video. We're going to do EPs. We're going to just go for it. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can he- we can hear you. All right, there you go. There we go. So, um, you know, we mentioned the EP. You guys have an EP out of Who We Ought to Be. So what was it like for you guys going in the studio and recording? Was that something you enjoyed, or would you much prefer being out uh, live on stage? We um we actually recorded that EP with our lead guitarist, Tyler. He produced it. Oh, Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that EP is actually self-produced, and um, yeah, we we play most of the songs from it live. I, I think "Nothing to Hide" and "Reach for the Stars" are the only two that we don't play live okay. anymore. 
cool. Now, yeah. how was that? I mean, was it? A, it had to be like a, a lot bunch of a lot of work for you. I mean, self-producing. Uh, so I guess you, gave, you guys basically did everything yourselves. Pretty much. That's mostly Tyler doing all all the production stuff. I mean, we we all play our instruments, uh, but yeah, he he does all the work with that, uh, and yeah, he also does like a, a lot of the writing for the uh, the instruments too. And we we all oh, nice. we all you know, play a part in that, obviously. But uh, yeah, he he definitely takes care of, takes care of a lot of that. Uh, it's crazy <laughs> how much he does uh, with all that stuff. So, so Tyler's carrying the heavy loot. <laughs> um, musically. <laughs> now, how about um, you guys? I guess put out a as a single the song "Mistaking" did a video for it. I looked like it was uh, pretty cool to f- uh, film that. I was watching the behind the scenes of that. Oh yeah, our music video. Yeah. Yeah, that was also self-made. All right, so as you can tell, we we lost the band again. Uh, I just got a message from there. Uh, as you heard, they're driving, they're on, on the road, and uh, they're in the mountains of North Carolina, so the call keeps dropping. So just let me, uh, I'm going to get the plugs out here for them and uh, get all that taken care of. Um, you can find them on social media. All right, so you can go forthefireband.com. And you can find out all about them. It's got their links to all their social media pages. They got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Uh, you can also you can find out all their tour dates. You can find out about them. They have their about page. Got their bio and all in there. It's got some pictures, and uh, they got their media page where you can hear their EP. It's got their videos on there. Uh, some pictures. So go for the fire band. Got the links for everything. You can, uh, like I said, you can get their EP on there. It's four ninety nine, and um, check them out this Sunday. They'll be with the rest of the bands you heard on tonight's show um, at the Rusty Nail, the legendary Rusty Nail in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. And um, any more information about that, you can just go to totallydrivenentertainment.com and uh, get the details and uh, look for the event page on Facebook. You can get tickets on Eventbrite.com. Advanced tickets are ten dollars and Tickets at the door will be 13. So there you go. Thanks to Fortifier for calling in, and I hope they're being safe out there on the road and mountains. And uh, let's do this. Let's play that song. Let's play the song that we were just trying to talk about with the video. Cool video. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. It's called Mistake. Um, and there's a behind-the-scenes video on it uh, on YouTube as well for that, which is really cool. It, talks, it shows you like a lot of true behind-the-scenes of filming. Um, you know, they're getting they're in an abandoned house and they're doing the spray painting on the walls and stuff like that. So really cool. Check it out. And uh, here it is, Mistake for the Fire.
Welcome back to the radio. There you go for the fire with mistake. And uh, there you go. Sunday show. Be there. The nail. Ardmore. Haverford Avenue. Haverford Road. I think it is in that part of town. Uh, it's going to be a fun little show. Uh, like I said, we got uh, we got four bands. Show starts at six. Each band has about 40 minutes. So you figure uh, the top of every hour, we're going to have a, another band take the stage. We're going to start at six o'clock. Parietin from uh, the Delco area. Uh, at seven o'clock, we got Disapproved. At eight o'clock from Maryland, we got Echo Heart. And nine o'clock for the fire from Indiana. So uh, check it out. It's going to be a fun show. All ages, all ages Sunday is alive and well back here in the Philadelphia area. So make sure you check it out. You can go to eventbrite.com. Look for uh, All Ages Totally Driven Entertainment Show. And uh, actually, it was cool to see some tickets uh, just sold recently as we were on the air. So make sure you get yours in advance. Save a couple dollars. And uh, make sure you don't get shut out because the nail is not the biggest place in the world. So uh, get your tickets now. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. And since everybody bailed on me, I guess I'm going to end up bailing as well. And uh, we never got a chance. To, I had so much other stuff I wanted to talk to everybody about, like especially uh, the passing of Adam West, which kind of sad story. So um, I guess we'll be talking about that next week, and uh, we'll do our list next week. But uh, make sure you tune in next week, like I said earlier in the show. Uh, for you older crowd out there uh, that's listening, uh, you might remember uh, Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Uh, Glow wrestler Roxy Astor will be calling in. She'll be catching us up on her thoughts on the new uh, Netflix Glow scripted series, uh, which actually will be uh, live on Netflix as of tomorrow. So we'll be checking that out. And uh, I'm going to try to get uh, get those new millionaires uh, Wee Wee and Steve that beat Shazam tonight on Fox. I'm going to try to get them on uh, on the show too. So I'm going to reach out to them. I'm sure they're having too much of a good time right now celebrating with all their friends down in Nashville. But uh, I'm going to reach out to them over the weekend and uh, see if I can get them to come on next week and talk about that experience. So uh, there you go. I hope everybody had a great time, great fun uh, tuning in tonight. Remember, you can find us all over the world on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, just look for Totally Driven Entertainment, Totally Driven TV, Totally Driven Radio, or you just look for me, Bay Ragney. You can like me, love me, follow me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm all over the place, all over the world, and I'm um, not a hard person to find. So there you go. And uh, until next week, or actually, yeah, there's not going to be no Totally Driven Radio Rocks this weekend because uh, we're going to be live in person at uh, All Ages Sunday on uh, Sunday at the Nail. So until then, Uh, We'll be rocking out Sunday, and uh, we'll be talking to you next week. So uh, stay driven, everybody, and see ya.